I love this. Oh. <laughs> what are you looking at? Well, Piss we'll, drinker. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Relax, honey. So... <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate it so much. We love doing this show. And uh, it is such a privilege to be a part of your mom's house, I got to tell you. And uh, number here is 818-253-1693. So for the voice messages, uh, we're, we try to slog through them. We'll get to them, I promise. And uh, Dr. Drew After Dark at gmail.com. And uh, keep supporting the people who support us so we can keep doing this darn thing. Today, my guest is Lisa Traeger. She has a podcast which is called uh, Wolf. That's messed up, right? Yeah. And also uh, Enemies. You have two different podcasts. I do. Which is the one that's in Times Square? Uh, that's messed up. That's messed up. It's very popular, And yes. you can watch her also on a Netflix special, The uh, Degenerates also. Instagram yeah. is at Glitter Cheese. Mm -hmm. Very good. What yeah. will I find there? Um, well, now I hire a man to put clips. Now that's uh, all the rage. All stand-up stuff to put on clips. Mm -hmm. I miss the days of just friends, photos, dinners. Yes, I know, but right? You know, you got a business to run. Yeah. Once in a while, you'll get me with family, I guess. Tell people about the podcast. So that's messed up. It's an SVU podcast. We talk about an episode of SVU, the true crime it's based on. And then we interview an actor from the show, from Very that episode. Cool. Very cool. So we've talked to like iconic Lou Diamond Phillips. Mm. Like what? Mm. You know, yeah. uh, just really cool people, some cast members and then horrific crimes. Horrific. I have always, uh, you know, SVU has been around a long time. What is it? 12 years? 24th oh season this year. But they, at the beginning when they started, I, I of course was seeing lots of this stuff clinically and people were not really buying it or aware of it or didn't understand the depth of it or the depravity of it or the consequences of it. There's a lot of denial about it. And they have been spot on accurate about what it is, how it goes, you know, what the controversies are. As they've gotten more into the sort of, I feel like they got more into in the last couple of years and sort of the Me Too stuff, the boundaries and those issues in addition to the sexual abuse of children. So, Every, they're so yeah. ahead of the game. And yeah. Neil Bear was the showrunner from season two to 12, and he's a doctor. He was writing on ER. And, do you know Neil Bear? Personally. You do? Yeah. So I think he brought in a lot of like real stuff, oh, medical yeah. journals. No, and yeah. so everything is based on really interesting stuff and ahead of their time. Yeah. So Neil's a pediatrician by training. So he saw this stuff and yeah. he's a super bright guy and a brilliant writer and producer and stuff. He's one of our favorites yeah. and he loves old Hollywood and all these. Yeah. yeah he's you, really you, Oh, great. he comes on the show? He's been on twice. Oh, he's he's a, been our only repeat guest because oh, he's, he's such a, a genius. He is a great guy. He's <laughs> a great. Please tell him hi for me because I, I, I go way back with him. I sort of helped him with some stuff a long time ago. And uh, he and his uh, son went to Williams, I believe, and I went to Amherst, and so we had this sort of connection through that too. Wow. Yeah, and he, um, but he uh, he told me a story. I don't remember the details because it's been a long time since I've talked to him about it. But I guess it was ER was his first show. Mm -hmm. He was a resident when they were writing them, when he started doing that. That to me was like. How did you do that? Yeah, he how was, did that work? He was like what? doing residency and doctor stuff yeah. while show running shows. Yeah, but it's but wild. Not not just doctor stuff. Residency <laughs> is 100 back then especially it was 110 120 hours a week. I don't know when and he told me he was sort of doing it in his free time in the in the sort of doctors waiting rooms and stuff, you know, where they could get away from the clinical material. He wasn't leaving the hospital. He was doing it from the hospital. Isn't that crazy? It is. I like to rest. 
But not really. I guess I push it. You, you're doing I good. You're myself. doing fine. So you're uh, have an interesting history in terms yes. of getting here. Tell yeah. me about that. So I came here in 1990 um, on religious asylum from the former Soviet Union mm -hmm. when all these Russian Jews came. And so... But that was the... That was the latest diaspora yes so my family was part of the diaspora that came before that which was really the holodomor the what the holodomor the 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 uh that's so interesting you don't know about it because i'm no. sure they whitewashed it in the soviet union but oh, stalin yeah. uh caused a terrible famine in the ukraine yes uh, and there was a lot of mm, objectionable stuff done to the jews then but and so they all left so fucked is my dad who's born in 1938 mm -hmm will defend Stalin. Like he is so brave, like the trauma of war and stuff. No, we're here, we're in the States. Oh, We've so been because here. he fought the Nazis. He didn't, he was born in 1938. No, no, but like I mean, because Stalin pushed yes. the Nazis out. That's why he yeah. came on to him, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, because there was like, which, you know, which evil is worse? <laughs> if you were in anywhere near St. Petersburg, you're more, more concerned about Nazis than Stalin. Yeah. Because of how many millions died in St. The St. Petersburg siege? like 12 million or something crazy. Just something propaganda insane. works. It's mm. like wild to see it. And then when the conflict started recently, we I, we were really excited because they cut all Russian television from my parents' house. Mm. And that made me happy. So we couldn't watch. Are they in the... The nonsense. Are they in Kiev? Or are they in the sort of the... We're from Odessa. The what? Odessa. We're well, from Odessa on the Black Sea. Yeah. But we've lived in the States now since the 90s, yeah. So, so your family's here now? Your, All of your us. Your parents, everybody's here. Oh, everyone's here. Does your dad we still maintain a, a Stalinist view? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like he's just has this, he's into yeah. authoritative government, like strong, bad, like no no gray area. So if you do something like, wrong, he's like into, what's the thing, shooting lines? Like he's into death squads and stuff. Like he, he's wild. How did he like the COVID <laughs> lockdown? Was that, did he go for or against Well, they're it? not vaxxed. Let's, yeah. Okay, so, um, so they went the other way. But they so believe didn't. it. So they wear masks. No, but did they like the, the authoritative lockdown? Was that something that was satisfying to him in some way? That's so interesting. I don't even know. Mm. I can't even. They just, he had heart surgery during COVID. It was oh just goodness. like a lot. And, and so you speak Ukrainian and Russian? Just Russian. Just Russian. Yeah. So so, so you were there, really there before Ukraine had a separate identity. Yeah. Wow. It's so interesting. But we're team Ukraine for sure. Um, and everything but, that's but happening. But everyone's so fully American citizen and fully. They took the test, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I have like a really cute little photo of me as a kid taking my alien card for like oh. picture, and I'm so sad and confused. Mm. You know, like three. Oh. And in this new place, oh. I don't know how my parents did it. Honestly, like moving to a place in their 40s and 50s without knowing the language at all. Yeah. With nothing, oh. I just don't know. I don't know if I could ever do that. And do they? speak good English now or no, no, no. Nah, not really <laughs> <laughs> my mom better because she worked in an office but my dad was a school bus driver and he and now that they're retired it's we speak Russian with them there's a, people don't realize there's a whole Russian immigrant thing in West Los Angeles you know sort yes. of near Fairfaxy kind of stuff well our all of our relatives moved to Brighton Beach and I I'm so grateful we moved to Chicago like uh, Brighton Beach England I, Brighton Beach? No, Brighton um, Beach. like New York, New York like yeah. by Coney Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, like boy. Chinatown, but for Russians. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you don't really leave. It's just, well, I also hate that family because they left the Soviet Union without giving my family warning and they were going to ditch us. Uh, yeah, you heard it here first. I'm like so, so mad So what was them. it about Chicago? My family came to Chicago too, after they died, they head out of Ukraine. They, I think and by our the way, cool cousins and, and went by, there. Your cool cousins. And so, <laughs> but I, it must have been many generations because there's the whole, 
that seemed to be the place the Ukrainian Jews went was yeah. Chicago. But we were also raised never being told we were Ukrainian. We were always told we were Russian, which is odd too, right? It's all part of that. The, the history was so convoluted with Russia that. And it's a society. It's like a culture of secrecy. Mm. Like no one talks about stuff. Everything's really hush hush and you don't trust anyone or anything. It's becoming like here. Yeah. Well, I was raised to not like believe doctors that they were lying. My dad would fuck with the prescriptions and like he just he didn't believe in medicine and stuff. And why so you, it's taken me a long time to. Why would we lie? What would that be? What would motivate us? Well, his so his brother died in surgery, and then his other brother, and I don't know what it is. I, it's when just we shitty moved medicine. To, yeah, but when we moved to America, the dentist tried to convince my mom to knock all her teeth out oh. and get new teeth. Uh. I think like just taking advantage of them, uh. but they just wouldn't believe it. They would like my dad would be bleeding through his head, like he fell and he wouldn't go to the doctor. Yeah, like yeah. we just grew up not going to the doctors, and I wouldn't take my pills properly. I have a thyroid pro like. And I recently have had to be like, no, you, if something's wrong, go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. But I didn't uh, forever. Wow. Push it to the limit. And so you, who is your partner on the uh, SVU? Her name is Kara Clank. Okay. And she is? She's a half Jew Catholic mm -hmm. from Connecticut. Very waspy. Um, very New England. Mm -hmm. And like we Darian, live in three Connecticut blocks. Connecticut or Westport or something with... Yeah, Westport vibes. Okay, all right. She's going to be so mad. I can't believe I don't remember. We spend so much New time London. together. No, I think it's Westport. Okay. But we um, we live three blocks apart from each other in LA. Ah. And we're both Virgos. And um, we talk a lot. And she's very organized. And how about enemies? What's that all about? So I wanted to do a uh, podcast where I brought on people that don't like me and I don't like them. Oh, and I wanted that's to, interesting. I wanted to do like conflict in a chill way huh. without resolution being the goal but no one wants to come on the people that don't like me don't want to come on <laughs> like who have you, who've you i've asked lots of comments I've, I've reached out i want to try to reach out to like my old high school teachers and stuff that i hated oh, oh my god but i started asking these people i don't get along with and people are like no <laughs> we don't like i don't want to do this and then even some friends i've had a conflict with i forgot that conflict is hard for people but so, I, I hate that i feel like like I, particularly when they're colleagues or your comedian mm -hmm. colleagues mm -hmm. that you reach out your hand and you go hey let's just let's just talk this out and be collegial about this I, I call that cowardice when people don't respond yeah or it's like you have to i mean i'm constantly working on myself but it's like you have to be able to be honest self-aware and acknowledge your part in everything mm. and like why you were feeling that way so it's one girl on i like screamed at her in an elevator once at a festival and we didn't get along and we were both able to be like, well, I was insecure about this and I felt yeah. oh, this no, it's, way it's and that. It's very important. To, and it it's, felt cool, but I think you have to be ready to do that. Both people, people will grow if you look at where conflict is coming from. It's it's all, it's never so much about the other person. It's always something about us. Yeah. And you can learn. But I've had uh, duos on where they don't get along, where one person wanted to end a friendship and someone didn't let them. I've had yeah. married couples on. So then I've had fr uh, a female friendship expert, therapist, like divorce mediators. So it's just kind of turned into a thing about conflict. Got it. You got to still bring in people though that. I know. Because kind of, I think, the, not, I feel strongly about that because we live in a time when there's so much bullshit in the social media that I, I find myself just trying to model decency. Like somebody was accused, took issue with something I retweeted and uh, it was an article about the effectiveness of vaccine or something. And uh, he just went full at me. You're an idiot. You're contributing problems. And I looked at what he was criticizing the article for, and I thought, oh, he's right. 
he's got a good point. And I said, thank you. I didn't, I should have read this more carefully. And he was like, oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, it's like, I said, no, it's on me. You made the point. You made, I, I didn't like the fact that he called me an asshole, that he should not have done that, but I'm not going to continue that back and forth. I would say, no, thank you. You alerted me. I'm, on me. I didn't read it carefully enough. I should I should read more carefully. And then they're shocked. Yeah. I think sometimes shocked. people yeah, write but... mean things and then when you're like, what the fuck? Or like, <laughs> okay. They're like, well, I didn't think you would look at this or uh, see this. How can they believe that? It's but so, I protect it... myself. What do you I do? have every um like you, you block everything? I have words blocked, people blocked. Mm. Um, I don't see things. I don't it's, see it's things from people who don't to, follow me. It's a smart way to do it. Because sometimes people just write such mean things where I'm like, I don't need my day ruined. Yeah. It, and it's uncanny how just you can have a 10 nice things and then one really bad one. That That's it. That's the one you remember. That's when you focus on. But it's, I heard that's um, like nature. You're wired that way. Yes, yeah. You're wired that way. Like it's, it's so. It's protect so, ourselves. Yes. It's so <laughs> when the leopard is, we notice the leopard in the in the tree next to us, we pay attention and not just all the nice trees and, and birds that are around us. Yeah, and it's just like I, you know, I go to the internet and Instagram for fun too. So I don't want my day ruined. So I just have all these words that I don't allow. It's healthy. I don't know why I don't do that. If you write it, you I cannot see it. I just don't I want to. I kind of feel like I need and to And I know. feel bad for my mom. I don't want my mom seeing people write mean shit about me. Yeah. And sometimes it's like a photo with me and my nephew and I'm like, can you not pick a different photo? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Back to your dad and the heart surgery. Yes. Is he following up properly? Oh, he's a badass. I mean, he legit, he's in his 80s and he was already working at the pool, 10,000 steps, doing his stretches. He was a boxer in the Soviet Union. Like, wow. He was rollerblading into his 70s. He is so. But is he following his doctor's fit. direction? I understand he's. Oh, he's drinking. The, well, I'm sure they didn't tell him not to drink. Yeah, no, he's drinking. He's taking his meds properly. Oh yeah, the meds. My okay. mom's on top he's of following him. Following up, seeing the doctor when he's supposed to. Stretches. Kind of yeah. Now is he's he, too old. You can't really avoid it. Avoid the doctor. It's uh, like well, your but, body's. Yeah, but that's the point. Is that some people do, and it gets well, no, terrible. He can't hear, and he won't admit it. Okay. So like he. You know, very soon you're gonna be able to buy hearing aids, just sort of on the online. So I can't set them up wait. yourself. Yeah. But we're lucky to have, it's like weird now when people like die that are famous, people will be like, oh, they're old, at least they were old. And I'm like, my dad's older. Like, I don't know. It's wild. It gets more real for you. But my dad was 50 when I was born. So I always had the, um, oh, wow. I always was aware yeah. that he, that well, time I, was limited. I will coach you up to say that it, it is, it is sad. Old, getting old sucks. Yeah. It, it's just inevitable. But there are lives you can celebrate even as they get old and die. You can still celebrate them. I, you know, we miss them and we hurts and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. but you don't have to, you know, there's a certain, you can put a positive spin on it. If people live a long, you know, if he lives to 90, yeah. count your blessings and you should celebrate if, if oh, things go, go down. 83, I feel like you should get a little more. If you can get 85, 88, yay. Yeah. But still, it sounds like a life worth celebrating. No, it's cool. He, I mean, he's like a hoarder and has weird food issues. <laughs> like, you know, he like he definitely has all these weird things. But at the end of the day, he's like he has a garden. There's cucumbers. How does he, he see the friends. war in Ukraine? We just don't talk about it, and I don't want to bring up their trauma. So I'm really kind of um, so it's careful that, about it. The trauma from World War Two, from their stuff, and yeah, it's like I think for me at least, seeing what was happening made me think more about my parents and what they really went through and stuff. In World War II, not, yeah. not some of the more recent stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Um, we talk a little. We know people there. I, I, like, ask how they're doing, but I they don't want to talk about it. Can you make sense of it for us? No. No. Of course not. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think he's a maniac, mm. right? 
Seems like it. I, I just don't know. And they want to erase. I mean, it's all classic things. I feel like all of history is just constantly repeating at such rapid pace, like over and over. Mm. And Kiev was the original root of Russian heritage, right? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You speak Russian. I speak it, but I don't have to. Because sometimes people are really into Russian culture and read stuff. They're like, "Have you read this?" I'm like, "I don't have to prove anything to you." You know, like. Um, yeah, I don't know much. I think Russian is, is a really interesting language. It's almost a comedic language because some of the phrases and the way you put things together and stuff, it's very funny. Is it? it? It's Particularly when you insult and things like that. I, yeah, I think it does. It's harsh. My sister hated it. She didn't teach her kids Russian. Mm. Harsh in what sense? She just doesn't like it. She thinks it's a gross language. Really? I it think... is harsh. It's not a positive. The, the sound the of The culture, them? the language, it's like there's not, um, it's not a sweet language. Well, that no, it's not a romance language. It's No. But but it's still, I think it's a very, I don't know, it's a very interesting language to me. And, and do you, did you travel um, around Russia much when you were living? No. Do you have a desire to do that? Well, now, you, who knows? No, and I regret not going back and mm. seeing where I'm from. Because I don't think it'll be there. Which is, again, Odessa. Odessa. Yeah. And you don't think it'll... I don't know what's gonna it's happen. It's a big city. I know. Hmm. Uh, and in, if you go, if you were to go back, they would be speaking Ukrainian, right? Yeah, and then they would hate me. Right. So I wouldn't. So I don't even. And fair. And Ukrainian's not totally different than Russian, but very different, right? I think if Russia wasn't trying to kill them and erase their language and yeah. the people, but I think the, Ukrainians would be chill. I don't know. But the Ukrainian language is very different than Russian, right? I don't think so. No? Okay. So I, I understood that it was. I bet it's similar. I think it's similar. I like that you don't know. <laughs> that's that's fine. Because well, I can catch words. I can catch words and All stuff right. like that. So are you familiar with uh, this world? Yeah, I'm really excited. Really? Well, I also want your help. Like, oh, I like me. all this background, but I'm looking for love and I want help. Okay. That's it? Just to fix yeah, me? Yeah, I want to meet like, my partner in life. Okay. And you're how old now? 35. And, are you and I don't want children. Don't want children. No. So So you could date older men, right? Yeah. Are you interested in older men? Um, I don't know. I guess I never thought about it. I'm just open to men and women. Um, I I get how old are you thinking? I just think he, he, <laughs> I, an older guy would really appreciate you. In ways that I don't think a, a, a peer or a younger guy necessarily could, because we're at that age we're so we're preoccupied with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of them want kids and family and things like that. Yeah. And older guys probably not, generally yeah. not. So you don't have to like deal with that at all. And they would just appreciate you for you, not sort of and, and what you're doing, what you bring. But there's a different. Certainly, under the age of thirty, we, no, we should. I do we, that. Yeah, we should be in a cage, Ms. Matt. Yeah. We're, we're oh, really, okay. no, no, really, we're dangerous. I believe it. No, no, we're we're. Who knows what? All of us. Any you talk to any guy over forty and reflect on what he was like under twenty-seven, and pretty much everybody will tell you it's dangerous. I know that's why I don't understand why men deny how bad they are all the time. When they're that so I was age, like, it's not all guys. It's not this, and it's like, but you all know you're terrible. When they're that age, <laughs> no, even older. I just feel uh, like no, when they're, when they're that age, they don't really realize it. Okay. They, don't, they really cannot help themselves. Their brain is not working right. The frontal lobes haven't come in yet. Literally, their brain doesn't work right till they're about twenty-seven, maybe twenty-five. Damn. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, the, all the things that would help them have good judgment and uh, contain some of their impulses and sort of think about other people that's just not working it just when are women's lobes ready they're early 20s 
Okay. Yeah. So that's why they can have relationships and men have trouble doing that. And later, um, do you care what the guy's doing or what he's into or she or? I want someone that likes their life and job and mm-hmm. the people around them. I don't want someone that's like. Um, I mean, do you need somebody that has certain kinds of like recreational activities or vacationing certain places or ethnicity that be jewish they no uh. (laughs) no not Jewish. this is like such a minor thing i don't know i'm do you watch indian matchmaking yes okay so i don't know if this is one of those things where it doesn't really matter Mm. but like i love leaving concerts slowly or sporting events Mm. i like love being the last person out i'm not Mm. in a rush to get out of the parking lot or i don't bitch about traffic and i just want to find someone that's like down to be the last person out of a venue and not rushing to get home or stressing and like that kind of a thing. I, I kind of like that on one hand, and that's a nice sort of uh, specific yes. kind of a requirement. Because I, I saw Lady Gaga a few weeks ago, and the friend I was with was very like, "Oh, the trouble, oh, God, yeah. God!" And I go, yeah. "Who cares?" Yeah, I, I, it's nice and specific. However, I'm not sure he exists. Not important. Not in nature. <laughs> Doesn't exist in nature. Maybe there's a female version of it. I'm not sure a male version exists. Males want to so, get out of the event. Yeah. Because I always yeah. have to pee and like, I don't know. I, I mean, just, you, you have to, we like purposeful things. I want to dance in the parking lot while everyone's leaving and the music, like everyone's playing music on their Yeah, their I think you'd have to like <laughs> p- plan something like we planned tailgating before a football game. Yeah. You'd have to make a plan for something <laughs> after. after. And then then you'd get buy-in. Then you'd get buy-in. Yeah, that's a so. specific thing. What I'm looking for, I mean. Do you do, I, you do apps? I, yeah. Apps? Do you like dating? No, I'm. Re- I don't really date. I don't. I think, I don't think it's a strong. Um, I think that's an important uh, thing. place for me. I think that's an important thing. I'm usually just like become really obsessed with someone and then we date and then Ooh. like there's never a mm. uh, grace period. It's always like. But really obsessed. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're dating. Yeah, but really obsessed <laughs> kind of gets you hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. You need to learn to date. Yeah. So what? Do, how do I just do just it? Just do it. You got to do it because you're you're an excellent conversationalist. You like people. Maybe you're a little paranoid left over from the Russian stuff. Yeah. But you don't like just hanging out with people? I, I'm i probably talking myself out of it, but I'm in this place where it's like my life's so busy. Like, why would I spend time with someone that I don't know or like or something? You know what I mean? Be, it's because. But I am looking for someone. So you have to, to yeah. And you have to kind of learn to enjoy that. It is a pretty cool thing. Meeting lots of different people and hearing about them. And you don't have to spend an hour. You know, you can just have coffee and stuff. Yeah. And people are. Do you like people? I do. Yeah. I'm chatty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just chatty, but I mean, you enjoy people. You I like. do. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just like, I don't know. I think the obsessed I've first struggled. thing is, is difficult. That that sounds not good. Yeah. I put too much pressure on stuff or like get too but excited. But it just, it's just, it's you're already, right. if you're obsessed, even yeah. if it's not reciprocated, you are going to get hurt. Yeah. Forget that it doesn't real. work out. You <laughs> yeah. just, you're, and, the, and that's kind of love addiction. You ever thought about love addiction at all? The the concept? No, because I don't have it often enough. You don't have that obsession. Often enough, no. <sighs> See, I think you gotta. Or you, like one thing will happen, like someone will wear one thing, and I'm like, I don't like this. I, I, I end up. <laughs> oh, that's see, that's right. So, do you have trouble with intimacy? Like, you have yes, trouble? yeah. I've so, been working really hard. Right. I didn't so grow up in a um, intimate world. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that 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 being bored or bothered by somebody is usually somebody getting too close frankly and not being exciting enough and and so I, I i end up coaching up people your age a lot saying the following thing which is that you that obsession thing is more lightning bolts mm-hmm. and lightning bolts think about how that's gone every every time you've responded to lightning bolts <laughs> yeah. i'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. because it that's the way lightning bolts is it does not it's not real 
as opposed to sort of more butterflies. There's a sort of interest that kind of can blossom into something a little closer than just the excitement, the intensity of lightning bolts. And if you have trouble with intimacy, as soon as it starts to get close, you're going to find something to pick on. You're going to pick nits and you're going to, or you're going to get bored or you're going to get irritated and you're going to have a reason to abandon and leave. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> and and so in my way of thinking about it, sometimes just some more time practicing closeness, dating, that kind of thing, could could go a long way for you. Okay. Okay. Because you'll yeah. you'll find some people you're kind of interested in, and that may kind of lead to a second date, and, and you can sort of have you have to go through that process that you've really never been through. No. Of kind of building a relationship, you know, huh? And yeah. and, and be open to older guys. I just have the, okay. I feel like that's a zone for you. Okay. You're you're sort of a mature person for your age, and you're interested in things that older guys would be interested in, including not having kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so uh, you know, staying late at a concert. You know, for an older guy, I bet it would be easier thing. I, I and for women, I, you know, for, for gay relationships and stuff, I, I, I can't really speak to that because I, I don't know what necessary. I'm sure it's the same in terms of building the relationship. Yeah. And so, in terms of the wants and desires, though, I mean, that's a little different. Okay. Is that helpful? So, yeah, older and date more, date more. and not um, and, and don't and cut. the and the obsessions don't cut. And the obsession kind of think that all the way through. When you get the lightning bolts, no, oh shit, I know where this is going. And maybe not do it. Yeah. Don't do it. It's hard. It's hard, right? I know. Older. You're cracking your knuckles. (laughs) I know. When I was like super young, I liked older dudes, uh, but because I knew nothing would happen. Right. This is like that I was same, like twenty. Yeah. This is that intimacy yeah. disorder stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 You gotta. You gotta watch it. it but you're in therapy, so yeah. You know, but one, I think I just outgrew my therapist. I have to find uh-oh. a new one. So why? Um. Because you sure it's not the same thing again? Maybe it was getting too close, and you're going to cut it off. No, I just she wasn't really listening, and the things that she was offering, I was just like, I think our time is done. You need the kind of therapist that isn't saying much. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Not much at all. Just, well, I also went to like a witchy woman. Oh, no, forget it. Like there was Tara. Like, <laughs> stop, I went to a witchy stop, bit. Stop. But she did help me for many years. Good. You need somebody <laughs> that can just practice that closeness with you, right? Okay. Which means somebody leaning in and listening and not really saying very much and just t- getting used to that closeness while you have emotions. Okay. That's oh, I want someone to tell me what to do. No, 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 no. I'm telling you what to do. Don't have yeah. that kind of therapist. <laughs> okay. No, if therapists, particularly for the stuff that you need, ter- therapists that talk a lot, no good. No good for you. Okay. Some talking, some engagement's fine, but really it's about just really attuning to you. And you Is there a name for that type of therapist? Emotionally focused therapist. Sometimes they call it EFT. Sometimes they call that. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll remember that. And you, you must have had some trauma growing up too. Probably. Was, was it all the moving? Just and all moving stuff? and learning language and feeling yeah. like an outsider, I guess. Was and it, like your parent having to translate for your parents yeah. and your parents not guiding you in the culture or having right. any understanding so, of it. So, so being parentalized is traumatic for kids. So being the parent. Oh, and is it? Caring for a parent when you're a kid, traumatic. Yeah. You know? And you your dad sounds a little traumatizing just in his attitudes. Oh, yeah. yeah I've so. Well, the more I was in therapy and then you go home and then like I would see my parents interact and I'd be like, oh, my God, this is how, you know, because when I lived with people or I was younger, like I got defensive if someone was like, hey, can you do the dishes? It was like a personal attack. And oh, it's boy. like I would get so defensive and pissed. Oh, but boy. then when I finally learned that about myself and then I saw it in my house, I'm like, oh, of course this is it. They're fighting all the time about just like 
chill things. Yes. And I had to have a friend be like, I don't think you're a bad person. This is not a reflection of you. I just need you to do this. I can see now why this conflict that, you know, uh, podcast would be really interesting for you. Yeah. Cause I'm also someone that creates drama. I yeah. was, um, I, I thought if I was like nice to someone I didn't like that I was fake and mm -hmm. I never want to be a fake person. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you could just be polite to people. You don't have to yeah. fight. You don't have yeah. to argue. You also can just know, yeah, you're not, you don't have to change everyone. Yeah. I've, but I used to fight all the time, not physical, right? but even to this day, like I'll enter comedy place spaces and there's a few people where we won't acknowledge each other. And it's like, tense. who do you fight with? Come on. Um, I fight with mostly, there's just misogynists, you know, a lot of the times males, males, mm. Cause I feel a lot of times with comedy, the argue, it's always like free speech. Everyone's just saying what they want. We're all, we should all be supportive. I'm like, no, I know these guys, they're assholes. These are assholes. <laughs> I see the way they treat their partners or people. I'm, I'm with them night after night discussing world event. I'm like, these are assholes. And eventually, yeah, I get pissed off. Mm. I post election. I was like in a very angry place. 26, like after 2016, I was fighting a lot. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And anybody, anybody uh, around here that we should know? That, you know <laughs> no. Maybe we, we should encourage them to go see your go to your enemies <laughs> podcast. They know I've asked them all. Mm. I've asked them all to come on. Yeah, they won't. Can and you, I had one discussion with one guy, and the whole time he kept me like, "I mean, I don't even care about it." I'm like, "It seems like you care." Who is it? <laughs> I don't want to come say on. everyone's names. <laughs> okay, then that's fine. You're entitled to not like people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but so. I feel goaded a lot. Like people into are, conversations. Like I'll just be hanging out in the green room, having a good time. And I'm like, okay, it's Friday. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk about so stuff. So are you known as, as because of your feminist? Leaders yeah, I think so. Like I'm, I'm also having fun. <laughs> like I want to go out and do spots and chill. And then it's always just like Michael Jackson didn't do it. And I'm like, okay, like I, I don't want to talk to you about this. This is now talking about childhood predators all of it i'm always having to just like talk about legalities and what happens in court and i'm just like i don't want to do it i don't want to do it but you have a podcast about it you must want to do it at least once a for while for sure but when it's like real but it's like the, um i've been having these conversations with dudes my whole life and it's like if you don't actually want to change grow or acknowledge what i'm saying to you like sometimes i'll talk to someone for hours a male yeah and be like i about really what? got to him about culture culture or, yeah. or the patriarchy sure and i am like oh my god i got somewhere and then it's just like well then you can't change not. people's minds and it's just that's just the way the world so to is. me it's Humans a waste are. of time so that's so like the, it's, it's that's way, the quo can, it's like they're busy it's like i'm busy you arguing also, with someone instead go, of living my life so i just stopped talking to lots of people you should go look at the persuasion podcast and literature and stuff there are ways to sort of you have to know what you're doing yeah and and, and be realistic mm -hmm. people's people's beliefs are like religious beliefs you know their political beliefs that it, it, it attaches to a community it attaches to a sense of themselves it it's very hard for them to change sometimes you can change a little area mm -hmm. and you've got to kind of focus on that like anti-vaxxers you can focus on uh, measles vaccine and you can give them the data on the measles and they will change their ideas about the measles vaccine and then double down on the rest of the vaccines <laughs> so so yeah. it's it, but so you got to know that's what you're doing when you go in it's that's just how people are wired it's really weird, isn't it? To not want to change minds. I'm, I want my mind to change all the time. I, yes. I, that's how I grow and yes. I just really like it. I, I, I'm sure I'm a little resistant in certain ways that I'm not aware of too because that's how our brains are wired. Yes. But I think we would say we were more open to it than average. So. Yeah, but you mentioned something that I, with all my research now with sex crimes, something that I'm so passionate about is that we like are mad 
at the symptoms of abuse, but we're not willing to like stop it, you know, like, oh, that teen's a cutter. She's slutty or she has bad, you know, it's like we're like mad at bad teens, but we never take the time to be like, I wonder why they're like this. Right. And it's always some sort of abuse. But we we, instead of focusing on that, we like shun these It it even gets right. Well, humans have a natural sort of disgust for mental health stuff. We pull away from it. We're afraid of it. Yeah. I see it all. Trauma is so common now that I see all this stuff related to trauma and particularly physical abuse, sexual abuse, neglect in childhood. Uh, and when um, the stuff the, the stuff that's really challenging for people, that a certain percentage of the sexually abused kids become the predators as young mm-hmm. adults, and that's hard to contend with. Yeah. And my feeling about always is the way I say is, at the point at which you know, get help, please get help. There are treatments you can you can get better from these things. But at the point at which you harm somebody else, well, now it's a legal problem. Now now it's out of my hands. I can't, yeah. I, I can't be compassionate anymore. Yeah. Same thing with like, with, with like alcoholics. When they, when they kill somebody drunk driving, I'm like, I told you, you had plenty of chances. I, we could have helped you. We were working. You were, if you just listened to some of the things I'd said and not gone out and drank again, you wouldn't have killed that person, but you did. And now, now, now the ax falls. Yeah. So that's the same thing with, with uh, surviving trauma. Get better, everybody. Get help, okay? Yeah, I also right. want to say, with all my arguing, I do look back on some of my behavior, and I wish I wasn't so reactive or okay. like. We're good. So you we're... know, there's all these things where I'm like, I could have also left things alone or left the table or not cared. Well, I'm like very say, pressed. I'm like a you... pressed person, you know. Pressed. Like, yeah, like I'm always getting involved. Yeah, you said you like drama. You like drama, and I don't want to. No, more of a stoner. Do, because alcoholics love drama. They just they get addicted to the drama too. No, I well, I'm drinking tequila and it is the morning but you guys had such expensive tequila here that i've never tried and mm. i had to try is it, is it good yeah it is good okay good um but no i'm a stoner okay so let's uh let's take let's speaking, do a call yeah no i want to do a, a, a video because i think it's oh, sort of pertinent fun. to trauma okay, and good. using substances and that british fed smoker caught my eye that is something zolo i'd love to see what are we in the subway here Oh my fucking God, what the fuck were you guys just doing with your pants down? Were you guys engaged in a sexual act? (laughs) That was fucking disgusting out in public. Mate, what the actual fuck? Were you fucking him in the ass in public? Ladies and gentlemen, the cottager says he will phone the police. Are you a cottager yourself? What's a cottager? Are you? Of course I am. My behavior is disgusting. I caught two men having sex in public. My behavior is disgusting. I'm horrified and shocked. I hope the police do speak to you because being shocked by a lewd act in public is perfectly reasonable. Yeah, they were two men having sex in public and I was shocked. I'm here, sir. Can I refer you to this sign? Whoa! Don't try and grab my camera. Don't try. Can I refer you to this sign? Grab my camera through the fence. It's illegal. You people should not be having sex in public. We should not be calling people derogatory comments about gay men in Manchester. Nothing I said was about homosexuality at all. Nothing. Disgusting human being. You are an overly sensitive, overly damaged man who tried to grab my camera. You were screaming at two men. Because it's not nice to be going for a walk and finding two men fucking. We're it's walking disgusting. The sewer. I'm sorry. Well, then call the police. Don't call, don't, don't. Hi. Bye! 
Oh my God, what a weird dude. Oh this is not God. a fed smoker, guys. So we've seen him before, and he usually goes around and does like those public audit kind of things. Wait, is he the one that went into that um, that movie set yes. and started fucking with everyone? Yes. Oh, this guy's an asshole. This but, is this is an asshole. What was <laughs> yeah. his other thing? Do you have it? Oh, I hate to do this to you. Um, he, he goes in and he sort of what he wants to watch get, or get really close to this movie set, and they're like, sir, you're, you're going to have to. He goes, you have no rights to do this to me. And then he started claiming all these privileges and rights and that there weren't proper signs there and that they were blocking traffic and they didn't have their prop right to do so. This guy is an, this guy's an ass. Well, yeah, he just wants to start like drama. He's bad because he could have seen it and gone gross and walked away. Why the fuck does he care? What I mean, I think that's like a place that's known for that. No, I get it. So find that specifically. No, I I get it just by (laughs) I get it by virtue of the fact that they have a sign there saying, "Hey, no blowjobs down here." I mean, (laughs) you don't have that in the every every bus stop. But you know, then that's what guys are doing down there. So good on them. Whatever. I I worry more about. Well, and dogging's really like like public fucking is in in England. Dogging. Yeah. Oh well, who knew? So tell me more. What do you mean? That's so, just what they do in England. So and it's men, like popular men, there. Men fucking or any. Or dog, like dogging is like someone will write online and be like, I'll be here. You can all meet me out. But is that a gay thing or just. No, no girls will do everybody. it. And then they'll be like, meet me here. And then whoever shows up, shows up. And then it's like. Oh, well, this is a solution for your dating life. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is what you start doing this. It'll be so easy. Why yeah. not? So there you go. Dogging dates. <laughs> That's so crazy. No wonder they. They must have real bad STD problems around there. Oh, I'm I don't guessing. know. I don't know STD rates, but that's like, there's a, yeah. All right. You good can on explore it, it on Pornhub. Whatever. On Pornhub, but this guy sucks. So the what? Pornhub, they video it? Well, you, yeah, there's, you can type in dogging if you want. And, and there are actually people doing that and videoing it. Videoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I feel like I, I'm so glad we're talking. I feel like I've lived in a parallel universe, a closed-off universe. <laughs> no, that's so, not true. Yeah, at there's all. a new podcast for you here too. So what do we what do we make of this guy? He's an asshole. Uh, is he trying to make a point about uh, sort of problematic behaviors? And he's going to be a no, vigilante. No, he's just with someone it? that doesn't connect with people or gets attention or anything, and yeah. so he needs to do this to get any sort of attention from. He people. doesn't care either. That that's what I no. got from the other one where he was on a movie set. He doesn't give a shit who he stirs up or why or how how much he hurts other people. It doesn't seem like. Do you have that available, Zola, or no? I'm looking for it. Yeah, this be able to get in a so second high for tech. You. I love this. Oh, <laughs> what are you looking at? Well, piss we'll, drinker. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Relax, honey. So <laughs> I just saw it. So here's a here's a sexually uh, okay. transmitted disease question. I okay. have had a question. If a woman is performing fellatio on a man and happens to breathe in at the time of climax, and seminal fluid goes into the lungs, would that be a case of sexually contracted pneumonia? That's creative. Very creative. That's that's my people. They they're very creative when they think about their sexual behaviors. So yes, it would be. I mean, it wouldn't. You wouldn't be characterized as it'd be characterized as an aspiration pneumonia but, but would it, you be choking on the cum or would it yeah, stay in the lungs it would well to, if it gets into the lungs it will cause a pneumonia for sure but it, but you won't die of choking you could die of aspiration you excuse can. me you could have aspiration yeah you could but i've never heard of that happening it's not like it's a common thing the really interesting question would be what if she had what if he had gonorrhea or chlamydia could you get a real crazy infection down there. And I've never heard of that happening. That would get into the medical literature if that had happened, but uh, I don't see why it could Where are the wildest places that STDs, uh, like I know eyes, like you can get eyes. herpes in your eyes, right? You can get everything in your eye. You can yeah. get chlamydia in the eye, 
gone reading my syphilis. Anyway, um, wildest places. Can you get it anywhere else, or is it just it has to be like wet? Um, it it's. <laughs> I don't think about it as wet and dry. More like thick and thin. Like your skin is a thicker membrane than the lining of your mouth, and so it's easier to get stuff through the mouth than the skin. But stuff can get anywhere. Got it. Can get anywhere. Everything gets everywhere, pretty much. I mean, you're not going to get gonorrhea or chlamydia through your skin. You need wet. Um, but uh, gosh, it, it's just everything everywhere now. I don't know. I can't think of anything odd. Herpetic Whitlow, people get freak out about that a little bit. That's herpes sort of at the, in the, like your finger. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty nasty when it happens to. Oh, so, oh, here we go. Here he's on the movie set. Same young man. Here he is. We're looking at a backstage. Oh, they were taking pictures. That's what it was. public street, and I'm stood in public. I mean, it's absolutely fine. I'm just very nice to begin in. You know, it's basically trying to keep everything as private. God. Yeah, I mean, but I've I got a YouTube channel. I need footage. I mean, I appreciate that you're allowed to take photos. I also footage. not appreciate being in pictures. That's okay. Well, tough shit to you, madam, and, and tough fuck shit to you, mate. I mean, so go and tell someone else what to do in public, mate. Seriously. I appreciate that. I'm just kindly asking to you. I Let me kindly ask you to fuck off and leave me alone. The British. Okay, it's very aggressive. There's no need to be like that. Hey, who came up to who here? And who stood within one meter of me? Could you please stand back, please? Social distancing. You're not even wearing your mask properly. Because I didn't go up to people, though, did I? You did. I so. Fuck off. Thank you, young man. Problem? There is no problem. Why are you coming up to me now? I'm stood on a public street. I'm interested in video. This is all video, audio equipment. Isn't the guy that, he, he, you see what an asshole he is, right? Thank you. Dude, fuck off. I just wish someone would beat the shit out of him. Don't come with it. You're 50 centimeters away from me. Fuck off. Dude, get the fuck out of my face. But you see how this guy, because I had this in mind when I saw him down with the gay dudes down in the cellar. This, this is that same guy. What a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, and he does it. You can, I, I forgot he says he does it for the YouTube channel, which he does. But he's also an asshole. But this is hard to watch. This is uncomfortable yeah. to watch. Yes. I'm like, um, yeah. I don't feel good in my skin watching no, it. I don't no. know how many viewers he has on YouTube. Exactly. But I wonder if he has friends at all, if he's like, the, it's just like, what a Is that fuck. him? Is that his YouTube? He's pretty well known. Yeah. He has like almost 300K. Oh, why? What a bad life. What's he doing with the cop over there? Let's see if he's got really a Fred Smoker vibe when he's working with cops. Let's look at this. Hold on a second. So Fed Smoker was a meth addict that was very paranoid and would go take on authority figures and accuse them of all kinds of things. Here we go. Shopping. Is he a sociopath? This guy? I think so. I think he might be a psychopath. Is That's him, right? Oh, there he is. So how can you pull that one of its private property on me? Of course it's not private property. This is corporate property, and it's the most public place that there is. So if you remember last week, you actually broke my watch and you physically ejected me from this station. And then when we got outside, you claimed that I was breaking a bylaw. You claimed, is that an order or a request? Is that an order or a request, sir? All you units, let's see who shows up here. out of the station, and you used the excuse that the bylaw number eight says I can't advertise, but having a sign that says everything is okay is not advertising. So I'd like to know exactly what authority you had in ejecting me from the place. Is this, does he think this is funny? Do you think? No, I think he gets off ruining people's lives. Yeah. He needs to get punched. Is there any of them oh. him getting violently attacked? <laughs> I'm sure. I just can't believe there. no one has beaten the shit out. Or I bet he sues them or something. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure because he gets it all out. Nobody wants to do that on film either. It's the other thing.
just loving, get irking people. Yeah. But I, I find, yeah, he just doesn't know how to connect. Yeah. Or doesn't want to. Or All he's right. a psycho. Fuck. Well, let's go to the, uh, let's, let's cleanse our pal with a little urine. Can we, Zolo? Uh, I, I got one more from him that we okay. played a while ago. That, okay. uh, this guy gets pretty mad at him. All right, good. All right, the building, a large building here. And here you can see the central foundations, the emergency staircase shaft and concrete. Always nice to see. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm just getting a shot of the, from my YouTube channel of the construction. Why? Why make it quick? Why are you telling me what to do? What do you mean I'm not allowed to do it? In there, tell your friends what to do. Don't tell me what to do. I'm not telling you. It's a construction site. You haven't got the rights to be using your cameras to film it. You can, you can be a criminal. I don't know who you are. Why are you calling me a criminal? Because you have got a camera recording a construction site. Is it because site. I'm an Arab you're calling me a criminal? Are you being racist? Really? I'm black. Either you're going <laughs> like to let me guy. do what I'm doing, no, I'm or you're going you to you you're gonna try and stop me. I'm or gonna, you're going to try gonna and stop face. me. You back off then. Because you might be a criminal. I don't know who you are. That's it. I'm telling you now. My name's Charlie. I'm an I Arab. I don't care. You might be anybody. Charlie the Arab. I don't care. <laughs> Charlie the Arab. I don't care. So Dude. I don't know you. You've got no idea with you. You're recording the construction site. They've got tools here, power tools and everything. You might be coming here tonight to, to steal. Who knows? I'm not a gypsy. I'm not going to steal this stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> call the racist. I love that. <laughs> Shake it. Don't part. leave me hanging. You've missed that part already. Don't humiliate me even more, man. Come on. No, you've missed that part already. My name's already. Charlie. You know my yeah, name. You've missed that part already. You're David the Black Man or something. Come on. Whatever. Shut up, you with exactly. the colorful hair. Shut up. Shut. Anyway, thank you, thank you. Bye, 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 bye. Let's. Oh, he's gonna go get this guy now. I just want to tase him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what how Fed Smoker made us feel too. What's it got? Do you even know what happened there? I don't give a fuck. Let the guy work. Why are you siding with him and not me? Is it because I'm Arab and he's black? What? Why have you got weird colored hair? Because I want to. What's wrong with your natural hair, dude? <laughs> well, I want to have fun with construction guys. So what the fuck's your problem? He doesn't need to fight for more. He's got a fucking job. It, it is. He is. Do you think that he is sort of getting at, at something interesting? Was it people cannot sort of stand to see somebody fucking with somebody just randomly? It drives us crazy. Yeah, I have a lot of fantasies. I like getting involved. I, yeah. yeah, this is that, right? <laughs> I like getting involved this and protecting people. But he, I, I mean, he, he is. Um, that person where it's like you're doing something that's obviously gonna get uh, elicit a certain yeah. reaction, and when yeah. you get that reaction, you're like, "What? <laughs> I'm not doing anything." It's why, like, "Why are you bugging me? I'm, I'm." What do you call uh, himself, Ch Charlie the Arab? <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. I, maybe he has like a great life. I want more. I want to know about him though. Well, you go look him up. What, what is the what is the website? Him. Charles Veitch. How do you spell that? V e i t c h. Okay. And you watch him a lot? No, <laughs> a couple times, but nobody other than Lisa go. It's Lisa or Liza? Lisa. Lisa. No other than Lisa go to his website. I don't want to add to his audience. Lisa. <laughs> no, I'm not going go to go on the site. Report back. I'm just so curious. I'm curious. Well, I want to cleanse my palate. With Is little... he having fun? Like, does then he go eat dinner? Going, oh, great day. Love that. I, I annoyed this many people. Seems like it. Seems like he's he gets off on it in some way. Sicko. Sicko. Cleanse our palate with a little piss. Whatever What's up, Yogi? So me uh -oh. and Brian Crew just taught a really juicy anus workshop today <laughs> and got a little bit into the prostate too. And that caused some pre-cum to be secreted from my manhood. 
So a little bit of sperm septa, a little bit of testosterone, a little bit of uh, spermidine, which is good for muscle growth, a little bit of nerve growth factor, which is really good for your brain and your uh, nervous system. What else came out? A little bit of vitamins, minerals, oxytocin, a bonding hormone, which uh, lowers cortisol. So not only am I getting the benefit of the urine therapy, which is powerful on its own, the Shivambu, I should call it, uh, but I'm also getting the benefit of the sperm, the semen, tiny bit of semen that's been mixed in with my urine. Oh, wow. That's very, very potent. I love this. Oh, he instantly feels the effect. Before he even gets through his esophagus, he magically feels the effect of no, that. It's like dripped in his beard. <laughs> but is that true? Pre-com no. is just magic? No. <laughs> no. Any fake tans? Like, I wonder what this guy's all about. What a sicko. Look at what his teeth are. How does he do that? That's yeah, it's like he's so fake, but into natural stuff. One time yeah. I went to do like a drug girl retreat thing. Yeah. And it's fine, but our leader, our shaman leader had all this plastic surgery. <laughs> and we were like, this isn't real. I don't know. It just kind of changed it for me. It's, yeah, I get and it. And so to drink your own piss, but also have fake teeth and fake tan is... It's, and you know it's fake tan because he has the white around the eyes where you put the little pockets, yes. little, little eye things. And his beard seems a little bit uh, almost uh, like it's colored. Is With that possible? All the cum? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's just patches of gray. I mean, yeah, it's upsetting. It's all upsetting. What are you doing this for? I, that's the whole <laughs> idea of this whole podcast. <laughs> sick, sick stuff. Well, we, well, Tom, who? Well, are we helping them? No, I know the thing, but we, we, Tom laughs at this. Yes, and then we try to make sense of it. Oh, you're making sense. So, what's his mm. thing? He wants. He's drinking piss for attention, mm. like that guy's yelling at strangers. The all roads lead to narcissism with people like this. It's just severe narcissism, so much that they want to have their consume their own stuff that they can't even let anything go and tell everyone body. about it and, and be like, "You should also drink." How your great own they piss. are! How genius they are! How wonderful it is! Uh, and by the way, urea has never been particularly good for the human body. Never, right? Because mm -hmm. I remember in the movie Waterworld, Kevin Costner like filtered it. That was always like stuck out to me as a you, kid. You, you can, you know, if you're on a desert island or on a raft afloat at sea, you can keep your blood volume up for a few days by drinking your urine, and, and the urea will accumulate, and you will get uremia eventually. But you also won't die quite as quickly as of dehydration. So there's some utility to it. But in terms of all these magic hormones and stuff, no. I mean, even even if there are, I mean, there might be some, some of those things he was talking about might actually even be in there in the tiniest of quantities and will never make it through the acid in your stomach. Never. Oh, sperm dies in acid? Everything dies in the stomach. Oh, okay. Everything, you know, like, that's, why we, that's why we take pills there and capsules are carefully, it's carefully designed to dissolve downstream. Wow. Yeah. Wait, um, I have a question. So yeah. I was listening to a podcast with this dominatrix mm -hmm. and she said that she prefers when the dudes will like if they want to get shit on or whatever, she likes whatever. when they eat it. Oh. Because then it doesn't smell. Oh. Because if they leave it, then she has to smell it. And yeah. I, but do you die from eating shit? Not the shit itself. Uh, his, throughout the world, the shit is the leading source of infectious diseases. Worms. Amoeba, cryptosporidium, isospora, okay. you know, shigella, you know, it just goes on and on. Salmonella, So it cholera. could have this stuff in it. If you were, yeah, if you had an infectious disease to give, you could do it. Okay, got it. Uh, but you can't, but so these people can just eat, because someone said this to me when I repeated it, and so you can't eat shit and not be sick. Yeah, I mean, what, whatever that person has to offer in terms of viruses and things like that, probably also going to get through there. In, but it's, uh, remember, did you ever see Pink Flamingos? 
Well, I, no, but I love John Waters. I actually just bought his, um, like, a book with his, um, what, what hap- what's the thing called when you go to colleges and you speak, the big speech? Like a famous person will come and do like a big speech at a college graduation. Just, oh, at a graduation. Just, yeah, the, the, the commencement speech. Yeah, so yeah. it's like a book of his commencement speech. Oh, I like love John Waters. I've not seen that, but I know it's the... Well, you know, the she poop. eats Divine. poop at the end. Yeah, Divine eats poop. There's, there's a documentary about Divine out right now. It's pretty interesting. So, <sighs> I bet. So anyway, but she eats dog shit, not uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. human shit. So. <laughs> Is that better for you? Uh, well, I worry about heartworms and stuff like that, but uh, <laughs> <my>, maybe. <laughs> I don't think it's a lot. But piss will eventually kill you if you keep drinking it. Uh, yes. Oh, here's Divine. There she is. It's, it's the campiest fucking shit of all time. Yeah, there's uh, challenges on Drag Race where they had to like redo John Waters movies mm. and they did like a song with the the poo eating. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you watch Drag Race? Uh, uh, RuPaul's thing? Yeah. I so have good. seen it. It's my daughter's favorite show too. And, it's so and, good. Yeah. And and I've known Ru for a long time. Ru- oh, wow. For a long time. I haven't seen him in a few years, but uh, he always was a really good dude. And I guess he identifies he, him, right? Really, really well, life. I love RuPaul because his whole thing, but everyone's journey is different, but his whole thing is like, if we're saying gender doesn't matter, then like, who cares what people call each other? That's like RuPaul. That sounds like him. Yeah, like yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, right. That's he's... why I, 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 I hesitate to say, dude, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a very, very, very thoughtful, nice guy. Yeah. Well, person, and what he's and created careers for all these yes, people yeah. and changed an industry where mm-hmm. now, like, I, I just am obsessed with that show. Yeah, yeah good. Crying all the time mm. of pure joy. Mm. So where are you in the whole, uh, this, this mystifying world for people my age of pronouns and gender and things? What, what's your sort of general take on that? I'm fine with it. I, I, I just, I fuck up a lot, Me too. but I immediately like, we'll just say the right one. Mm. And then I'm hoping that just becomes a pattern and then I'll, I'm a little concerned about the, the plurals, you know, cause I, cause it just gets confusing. Like I know, but they're you, coming over for dinner. We thought it was just one person. Yeah. It's like, but usually like, when people bitch about it, it will like, we do that naturally all the time. We say they, Oh, they're going to come over. Yeah. But not when you're talking about when 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 yes, we're talking about a person and then you would then, say they're coming over we would but when but I, i've i've been confused many times where i was like literally stopped and went oh i didn't know are they bringing somebody and i wouldn't do that if if it were the usual application of they're coming yeah so, and not I, to I say that's a horrible thing i'm just saying it gets confusing and it gets confusing particularly when you're saying hey hang that iv or you know stop that bleeding you stop that bleeding. I'm not a you. I'm a that. Stop it. Just stop the bleeding. Yeah. I don't know. Most of the people in my life are not really um, reactionary about mm-hmm. that stuff. And they understand everyone's kind of process and mm-hmm. grasping it. But yeah, it's just kind of easy for me. If it makes people feel better. I don't know. I'm for me, it's like too. if people have been like so confused and not feeling right in their body. And then all of a sudden this like simple switch of words makes them feel better day to day. I'm like, okay. Im- impossible. What do you mean? That, that's that the does thing? not happen in human existence. Now changing their so? gender and their, well, they identify themselves and stuff. I can see where that yes would. Yeah. But just suddenly, a, a, you know. Not how, suddenly. Cause I think people have felt certain ways and then like to have language or it be mainstream. Gosh, you don't think it at all. I, I mean, look, I've been working in mental health for 35 years. Yeah, There's yeah. no point in which I ever said to anybody, well, if somebody would just call you fill in the blank, you'll be much better. Oh yeah. Never, ever happened. Never, ever happened. Now, 
if you have a gender something and you want to identify as something else and you need to want to live that way, yes, that's a big thing. That's a real change in who you are and how you present yourself and how you think about yourself. Yeah. That's massive. And if then you want to sort of, you know, correct people, I'm not a him, I'm a she, totally get that. But everything else is kind of, uh. And this now we're into neo, neo. Well, because I'm just a she, like I just know I'm what, like such a she. I'm a yeah, woman, yeah. Um, always, and so I just don't understand it. So maybe that's the confusion. But like I'm not here to argue. I'm like I just don't. No, I'm not arguing about it either. I'm it's just, kind of no. You were just asking the thoughts. Like yeah, I have one friend in particular where they want it and I do it. Yeah, me too. I I, no, I don't don't even think about yeah. it. I just do what people want. People want me to call them Beelzebub. I don't give a shit. And they're pretty Whatever patient when I fuck up. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's the part I find un unpleasant. If people get angry because they, they change 10 minutes earlier, they want something different. It's like, what? No, or the offensive. It's like, it, or sometimes I'll talk about someone on the podcast and I don't know this person. Then people will angrily be like, they go by this. And I'm like, okay, but yeah, I didn't know it. Like, why are you coming at me? And now I right. know. And now we'll That's switch it up. Same here. That's the but, part that is But there's annoying people in every shape and size. 100%. <laughs> and we just listened to a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. But, but what about these neo pronouns? What is that? Oh, should we show her the uh, snail lady? Do we have that handy? Oh, is she a snail? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of love snail, it. Snail snails. <laughs> and, I and, love and by the seeing way, I, snails. And by the way, I love her. This woman is delightful. I think in the movie Tusk. Did you see that? No, what happened? They turned Justin Long into um, a, a walrus. And he has to live as a walrus in like a tank. <laughs> and it's really fucked up. And I took a friend to see it and they were pissed. Afterwards. Why? Why? Well, I took a friend to see Human Centipede. Like sometimes I'll just be like, come see this movie with me. And then. <laughs> How do they like the centipede? Oh, they were pissed. Well, so Was I went part to part one or two? Part one, yeah. but I went to a place called The Music Box in Chicago, and it's a movie theater, but this person thought it was a concert, oh. and it was The Human Centipede, and then the movie started, and he turned to me, he goes, is this the movie about people <laughs> ass to mouth? And I go, yes, and it is the midnight first showing, and, and I love and it. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy. Well, here's Wait, a, so she's a snail? Is, she, no, she's gay Snow White. Okay. She's gay Today Snow White. I'm going to be teaching you how to use snail snails pronouns and sentences, so let's go. The reason that a person might want to use snail snails pronouns because this person might feel like a snail throughout this person's gender. That's okay. If anything, we should just be here to love and support this person that needs the comfort of hearing a pronoun. It's not hurting anybody, and it sure as heck is not hurting you. So please, for the love of all that is good in this world, just try to be more understanding of people. I promise you that there are lots of neo-pronoun users out here it's just there isn't a very comfortable space for people to use neo-pronouns. I don't even use neo-pronouns myself, but I know that neo-pronouns are valid and they are here to stay. So let's just try to get comfortable with using neo-pronouns in sentences. Snail is such a wonderful person. Snail's smile is so contagious. In fact, I saw Snail make a whole audience smile. I think Snail should be very proud of Snail self. Oh my goodness, we made it through! And if you need more help on how to use neo-pronouns in sentences, that should help. But she's being serious. Yes. Mm. But she's just a weirdo. I think the internet. <laughs> I think the internet. That's the whole purpose of this studio. You're saying. I know here, all the weirdos. The oh no, I know. But I mean, all these annoying people. We wouldn't have known about them. That's it's kind true. of wild. Like I wonder. That's if we would have met them, or if they would even act this way. But you get all this attention from the well, internet. You know what's like, interesting? What is it? Well, that, that's actually a really interesting point because I used to interact with these people a lot. I recognize them. I've had literally thousands and thousands of interactions with them in a psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. That's where they go. 
and it, it was, you know, we we're helping them. And there had certain things that are not being identified anymore. It's all being sort of brushed off as oh, whatever you're into, man. They don't end up happy, a lot of the stuff that we laugh at. That's why it makes me sad when I see some of these things. So it does she need sad. to be medicated? Like what no, is the Oh, thing? I don't know what's going on with her so much, but you know. Like these, so someone that's like, we need to start calling people snails. Well, she, like, she's passive aggressive. I don't know if you can see the passive aggression underneath it. No, that's it? why I thought maybe it was a character. Snow well, White. She's gay Snow White. That's all I know, right? Is that her deal? Lesbian well, Snow White is her handle. Okay. Yeah. Lesbian Snow White. Wait, so then what do you mean it's the, what was passive aggressive? There's, I hey, love everybody. You know, you know, but she looks at you like, and if you don't, I'm going to fucking, you know, it's like you can feel the aggression right underneath the, all that lovely passive love and peace and love. You can just kind of feel it underneath there. It's like, if you're not. I also don't buy it. That's my thing. It's like, I don't believe that you really think this. Of course not. That's that's what I'm identifying as sort of an underlying aggression. What they what she wants is to you to believe to push it on you because you need to be more peaceful and loving. Well, and so, she's like, it's here to stay, and it's like right? I don't. Isn't that it's an aggressive <laughs> statement, yeah. right? And so, but why is it a noun? Why is it a pronoun? Why why is squirrel, snail, whatever self? It, it's it's a self. Why is it even gender? It's just a self. It's I a, think snails should be very proud of snail self. <laughs> I don't know, but I also, do you not um, agree that like the more ant, what is the, the, it like makes it bigger? Like it could have not. The more you make I feel of the, it. Hey, I feel like people being so annoyed about it. Either way. Makes it more annoying. And then yes. it becomes this bigger issue when it's yes. a small population. It doesn't really affect anyone. I totally agree but with But people you. have such strong like. Why? These fucking annoying people. And it's like, they don't even affect you. I don't think. We're just laughing at them on the internet. But like. Yes. I feel if you hate that, you're probably not interacting with those types of people. True, and and we shouldn't be hating anybody for any That's of this stuff. That's true. Uh, the hatred part is like not okay. Because when I think of non-binary, I do think of like, you know, you've seen gender bendy people that I like have, wear I have, dress. I have, non-binary, I have non-binary binary family members, and it makes it's totally. I but totally it's just the get language it. of it. I, um, like, what would it be called? non-binary and pick a pick a gender today yeah. or whatever but but it, when you start cha- i don't like that i can't under- use language in a way that i understand yeah if you start changing singular to plural just because i i get it if you were talking about your gender you could say that yeah. i identify as two things and i kind of feel like i'm simultaneously two things and that's kind of a they thing D- don't I, I don't know that they should voice that on people if they're trying to communicate you know an individual, yeah. call them by name. That's what everyone always says. Just call them by name if, yeah. if, it, if it's that. So I, I guess there is a way around it. Nicknames. Just a name. Snail. I do nicknames. Snail. <laughs> Hello, big titted Hitler. Uh, do you know anything about Hitler here? We have a lot of Hitler references. Do I know your references no, or just here, Hitler no, in general? House, your mom's oh, house. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Jonathan. I'm 32. I recently got out of a horrible relationship. I'm so stressed being in this relationship. It caused me health problems. Started having stomach pains. Eventually started to notice blood in my brown. I went to urgent care and the doctor told me I needed to check my rectum for blood by using his finger. I laid on my side. He stuck the finger in, immediately got an erection. Uh, does this mean I'm gay? No. It means he pushed on your prostate. Keep him high and tight. I uh, hope you didn't weren't having much other than just internal hemorrhoids, which is usually what that would be from your age group. Uh, question about wiping. 25-year-old TikToker. Uh, when I, a lot of shit talk here. When I brown, I prefer... You didn't finish the story about the lady eating the... There's no the story. I was eating. just wondering... Could they hurt themselves? It, yeah. I, I still think it's, but there are really guys that go to dominatrixes and shit and then eat it. 
Well, no, they get shit on by the dominatrix. And they eat her shit. Yeah. And she prefers that over leaving the shit in the room. It's so strange. It's so hard for me to get my head around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into shit play at all. But there's mm. lots of, there's like lot. you know, the one where it's like a glass table and someone shits on yep. the glass table. I, 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 that's I, fun. I, back in Love Light, we had a dominatrix that said they, that they used to, she used to do that. And then the guy would take the shit home in a, in a Tupperware container. Yeah, it's like, huh? I, I By the way, the, all the she, him, they stuff does not compare to how confusing this is. The shit eating the is shit more eating, confusing. It's more confusing. And over at your mom's house, the live show, Zolo, you guys have, I know, I you guys have introduced <laughs> us to a lot. Uh, my, we, I almost crashed my car. We were watching the live show before the last one. Uh, driving to you know a couple hours, and we thought, oh great, we'll watch the live show and the one with Rogan, that one. Yeah, that's a mistake to watch on the road. And, and Susan said she got so freaked out and so grossed out, she said her tits hurt. She was actually like hurting all the way to her nipples. It hurt so bad. So it, it was gross. It was a lot of a lot of shitting and stuff. One of my first memories, um, as not first, but I this has stuck with me for now decades was an episode of Jerry Springer and they were into puke and this guy like came out and puked on this girl and it was green slime and that has like never left my brain. That sounds traumatizing. Yeah. Do you have a vomit thing now? No, not at all. I don't mean I don't like to vomit. Yeah. We have a, a vomit <laughs> couple that we watch. They like to vomit on each other? No. Uh, she is phobic of vomiting. Uh-huh. And so much so that even the sound of uh, any kind of gagging makes her gag. And I think it's hysterical. There they are. Um, let's find a good Lauren. And there she is. Lauren, what happened? Come on. Yeah. Come on, get in the car. We got to go. <laughs> Where? I'm not walking by there. What? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look at it. I'm not looking at it. That's I mean, normal to me. <laughs> but his glee is a part of the fun. I know. I love that. But husband. I actually, so I was just in New York this past weekend, and I one night we saw like active pukes. Someone just puked. Piles of puke. It was yeah, wild. I saw a bunch of puke in New York too. It's the drug addicts. So much. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just parties. No, twenty-five-year-old male again. When I. Brown, I prefer the shit to shower method, but I need to wipe. I stand up, use baby wipes like a civilized, clean person. I was unable to, there's a lot of conversation these days about bidets suddenly in this country. I was about to say, get a bidet. Yeah, a lot of people, the, 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 and there are people from around the world that are shocked that Americans don't have more bidet use. But, yeah, people are grossed out. Most of the world likes a little wet. Mm, I was unable <laughs> to do my normal routine when I visited my girlfriend, was forced to wipe with toilet paper. So I tried to sitting wipe sitting to wipe ever since i did this over two months ago my asshole's been irritated and even though i ripped the skin no you just irritated it should i be concerned and is this normal for toilet paper users uh, some people do get irritated really easy from toilet paper but it's just essentially hemorrhoids uh and you know it's not it's nothing but you're right that with that irritation the water would be a little bit better for you mm -hmm. yeah i i'm pro bidet Probe day. Probe day. Do you have one of those uh, ones that's incorporated into the seat, or do you have an actual? I separate... actually don't even have one. I ah. got sent one, and I don't really like doing tasks or errands, so it didn't work for me to put it in. But so even, you're so, at friends' places, I'm just I use what I. You're I so like aversive to somebody asking you to do something that even when they send you a piece of equipment, <laughs> the, the implied is that you need to put it in. I won't. I won't do it. I gave I, it to a friend. I, <laughs> oh my God, I always so give up. Yeah, I just get overwhelmed by that kind of doing things like Give that. me a voicemail or two. Yeah. Uh, preferably a female, because we haven't had one in a couple of weeks here. 
It also seems like everyone just has hemorrhoids. Very common. Super it's duper so wild. Common. Mm. Mm. I am. Mm. It's common. Yeah. Seems like pronouns like hemorrhoids are here. Hemorrhoids are here. here hemorrhoids are everywhere. Yeah. And they're not they're going staying. anywhere. They're aggressive. What up, Dr. Yu? I'm Alec. I have a question about heart health. Uh, I'm 23. I'm on a beta blocker. I was having tachycardia for a while. Um, I have high blood pressure. What are some, what are the best ways to uh, lower your blood pressure and, you know, help with heart health? Thanks. Just let me be. So you're, wow, what a nice, earnest question yeah, about a, heart health. Straight medical question. Um, the fact that you're hypertensive at 23, I would do more aggressive workup on that because there can be essential hypertension usually comes in a little bit later. The sort of so-called secondary causes of hypertension come in young like that. So you might want to see an endocrinologist or a nephrologist to make sure you don't have some underlying adrenal kidney issue that's really triggering this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, the fact that you have tachycardias, uh, we would need to know exactly what kind of tachycardia. There's somebody in this building that has tachycardias like this. Um, and But you're just having tachycardia or what's called a supraventricular tachycardia. It doesn't really tell me much. At your age, you shouldn't be having that. It might be related to the blood pressure problem, particularly if you have something like called pheochromocytoma, which is another cause of high blood pressure. Uh, but I would see an electrophysiologist about the heart thing. Beta blockers, good for blood pressure, good for the abnormal heart rates, but it's sort of a slop shot. That's not specifically antiarrhythmic because we don't know what your rhythm is yet. So you'd have to see, I would, so you're going to have to do a little work here. See a, like an endocrinologist or a nephrologist about the blood pressure and a electrophysiologist about the heart rhythm. You're too young to be not doing this thoroughly. You really want to check this all out completely. Mm. Damn. Mm. Wait, I, well, I need help. Okay. Fuck the voicemails. Yeah. I frequently pee and it's too much and it's really ruining my life. Mm. And I don't know if it's anxiety or what, but mm. like, um, even in the city, like I, it kind of runs my life where it's like, okay, I have to pee before the concert, before this starts, when I'm here, I have to go here, um, before I get on the flight, right when I get on the flight. And okay. like, my sister was really bothered by it. We were hanging out this weekend and she was like, something is up. Okay. Cause we, I peed at the restaurant and then I peed one more time before we left. And then when we went shopping and I had to find something okay. at the mall. And, and what happens at the, during the night? I wake up really early to pee, like at five, six, and then I go so, back to bed. So once seven. in the middle of the night, you're getting up to pee. Yeah. And is it painful by the time you no. get to the middle of the night? And when you have the need to pee during the day, is it like an urgency or is the yes. bladder feel full? And No, and, like sometimes I have to pull over my car. So it's like it's coming and you, you have to get to it really quick. Um, that can be a lot of different things. Have you ever had a pelvic ultrasound? Mm -mm. So, I mean, it can be anything from, gosh, it can be literally... Some sort of like what they call atrophic vaginitis. You're how old again now? 35. Yeah. Sometimes, that doesn't sound good. Mm, you you can, how old was your mom when she had menopause? I don't know. It, you, Do you, people you, know that? You should know that. Yeah. Because someone. Well, we're secretive. I didn't even know my grandmother died of breast cancer right, until right. recently. They yeah. just don't tell us anything. Right. I understand. Um, that's crazy if I asked her to do because that. Because if she had menopause early. No, because she had me at 42. Okay, so she didn't. Um, so that's not that likely thing. There can be even things like uterine fibroids and stuff on the of the uterus sort of leaning on the bladder and causing discomfort. Endometriosis can do that. A lot of stuff can do that. You can have bladder spasticity, very, very common. And so bladder spasticity, I've noticed that people kind of feel discomfort and they can kind of get through it sometimes. Do you have that kind of thing where if you hold it long enough, it like subsides? Or is it once it's time, it is just time, it's coming? 
Um, more of the second okay. one. Okay, and sometimes yeah. it's gonna be the muscles down there. They can actually do some rehab on it, and how the bladder neck is uh, affected. You know, the bladder neck can move in certain ways where it's going to start hitting hitting towards Mecca there, and you kind of makes gives you a real sense of you have to go now. So there's a lot of complexity to that biology that has to be. Kind so of what evaluated. do I do a pelvic exam? What well, is it? Well, I think probably just seeing a urologist, they'd figure it okay. out. They, they might just do something simple without even going through all the workup. But I I would say hey. You know, do you think it could be endometriosis or a, or a fibroid or something that's pushing on my bladder that's causing this stuff? Okay. That's what I'd worry about. Because it's just affecting my life. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it hasn't been, it's something new. And so the fact that it's sort of new or it's gotten years. worse. Yeah. yeah, like on a flight, like a cross-country flight, I'll pee like six to 10 times. Yeah, it's, I, it, I mean, it's worth seeing a urologist and asking a lot not of an, questions. I, I, yeah, not an energy healer? Okay. Not an energy <laughs> healer, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that necessarily. Okay. So. I mean, the, the biology is kind of complex, and you're getting into an age where you can get a few little different things. So, okay, it's not well. Now everyone knows. Everyone knows about your urinary problem. All the time. So when they see you run to the bathroom, <laughs> so what, what she's saying, gentlemen in the booth, is that uh, it's time to wrap because she needs to go pee. No, so, oh, already no. it's time. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it went fast, and that's a good sign. All right. Any last stuff before we? There's no other problems. Well, you well, there's a lot. There's always more. <laughs> there's always more. Is there anything more you want from me? Um, no, I'll go on dates. I'll go to a urologist. I got my thyroid back in check. Good. I think that's all. All right, good. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see you on. Uh, Wait, do you talk about squirt being pee a lot? Is that a common thread at the Your Mom's House studios? So they don't. It was a common thing on Loveline back in the day. Okay. Really common. Like it, there were two sort of versions of it. Okay. A was what is that? What happened? And how can I make a girl do that? Because I, particularly. Th like maybe 10, 15 years ago, men were very interested in seeing a pr the, the, the product of their efforts. Mm -hmm. Like they thought that was great that they could, you know, they could make this happen, this thing. Now, I don't know if you saw that study recently that showed that the majority of squirt is pee, but not all of it, which is what I've always said, that some of it comes from the Bartholins and Skeen's glands. And the Skeen's glands, literally, when you look at them under the microscope, they look like prostate. They're actually prostate tissue. And prostate is what produces semen. So it makes sense that women would have certain amount of this ability to produce a semen-like fluid. Some women produce a lot of it. And so if you're someone for whom the, the ejaculate, the female ejaculate is rolling off the side of the bed, you know what I mean? When you put, you put rubber sheets down, it's rolling off. That's, that's urine. That's urine. But if it's a, a thicker thing, that's the more Skeen's glandy stuff. But should people just keep squirt peeing or they should enjoy do whatever, whatever they want? Do whatever, right. yeah. yeah. Do whatever. Right. Good times. Right. Great. Will you, are you trying to produce such effect or are you concerned about it? No, not at all. I'm into how there's always an article every year debating about, it. <laughs> and then a part of me is like, who cares what it is? It's just, it's going to keep happening. So like, whatever. But because I think people think it's not real because it's right. pee or something. F female orgasmic function has this weird phenomenology, which is because every woman is sort of different. Yeah. The women that can do it all, e e squirt or orgasm easily think that the other ones just haven't figured it out yet. Mm. When in fact, it's just a different biology. And women, very different one from the other. Very Not different. the same with guys. Guys have one function. <laughs> just, That's it. It's hamster wheel and something, the same thing happens. I mean, there's obviously some variations on the theme, but it's when it's functioning healthily, it's pretty much always the same thing. It's just faster or slower, one guy versus another. That's it. That's about the only difference. Okay. All right. Other questions? No, I, I wish I came prepared with all of my 
every doctor I ever need to see. So, this will be, we'll do it all today. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being here. We Thank will you. look for you, as I said, on the Messed Up Podcast, Enemies Podcast. I want to see more of those enemies in there. I think that'd be very fun. I know. I enjoy it. I like squ- I like squashing beefs. I've been squashing beefs out and about, mm-hmm. and it feels good to like be an squash adult. stuff that doesn't yeah. matter anymore. Like, yeah. I, I Growing up is cool. It also, it's I think, you know, especially when you're colleagues, it's important to be collegial and to sort yes. of act accordingly like be adults but i didn't like really my friend had to tell me that because i everyone to me was like my best friend or my enemy and no, that's no, no. that and it's like oh yeah people are co-workers or acquaintances well, and, and like all and of back to stuff. your my obsessions well you're kind of thinking all yes all yes all no mm-hmm. all black all white that's not healthy thinking yeah because most things are kind of in the middle somewhere yeah you know, when you find yourself thinking all good all bad check yourself on that okay Good. We'll leave it on that. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.